Star Wars 7x7 episode 3041. Today we're going to talk about Resolve, which is the last of the three Ahsoka short stories in the Tales of the Jedi series. And yes, we're going to talk about that nitpicky little continuity issue too. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So Resolve takes place at the end of Revenge of the Sith and then jumps ahead in time an undisclosed amount of time at this point, but we'll get to that (laughs) in a moment. I do want to say that yes, this is a full spoiler discussion of the episode Resolve, so there you go. And similar to what happened with Practice Makes Perfect, the episode before this, there's a cold open of sorts, and the scenes of Bail Organa and Ahsoka Tano taking place at Padme's funeral, that's the cold open for all intents and purposes, and then the main portion of the episode takes place in that time jump later. They show Bail Organa and Mon Mothma at Padme's funeral, and Bail sees in the crowd somebody who looks suspiciously like somebody he recognizes, and that hooded figure disappears, but he manages to track her down elsewhere in Naboo's, you know, palatial situation. They have a quick conversation, and he offers her a communicator. She doesn't want to take it, but then some clone troopers show up before she's able to give it back to him, and he has conversations with the clone troopers that sound like they're supposed to be conversations with the clone troopers, but they're really addressed to Ahsoka, who has quickly leapt up on top of a building and is still in earshot nearby. And he's basically talking about still having an obligation and a sense of duty to do what's right in the galaxy, even after everything's going on. And so basically gives her some food for thought as she heads back down to the river where Rex is waiting with their Y-Wing and they take off. So then we cut to Ahsoka working as a farmhand and trying to stay anonymous and using the name Ashla. There's a (laughs) situation where a brother is being a jerk and not listening to the sister about overbalancing a transporter for hay bales and the hay bales tip over and Ahsoka has to use the force without being identified as using the force to save this sister from getting crushed by all these hay bales. But the sister is aware that Ahsoka now is a Jedi and is like, thanks, Jedi, privately. And Ahsoka's like, I know what you're talking about. We're not going to talk about it. And she's like, it's our secret. No worries. But of course, the brother, who is not all that great a human being, apparently, is like, yeah, may the force be with you as a winking goodbye when they go out to sell the hay bales at market because he's been eavesdropping on the sister and Ahsoka and their conversations. And so obviously it's going to get out and Ahsoka is clearly disgruntled about this but it's worse than that because the brother decides to try to sell Ahsoka out and an inquisitor shows up and just torches the entire farming settlement so yeah not good at all and once Ahsoka comes back the inquisitor is like I thought you were dead I can't believe it it's Ahsoka Tano like this inquisitor knows who Ahsoka is And they have a fight that is on the order of what happens with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Maul in the desert on Tatooine in season four of Star Wars Rebels, like right down to Ahsoka moving her feet in a particular way, like her stance and her positioning, that moment of focusing on her feet 
and watching her turn her feet is very much what happens with Obi-Wan in that scene in Rebels. And the fight is over almost as quickly. I mean, yeah, maybe it lasts for two seconds longer and that two seconds actually made a difference for me. Like, I get the Obi-Wan and Maul showdown and I get why it went so fast and so quickly and I have no problem with it. I think I just wanted more time with it because it was such an epic moment to be happening at all, the fact that they were facing each other again. And so the fact that there was an extra second or two with Ahsoka and this Inquisitor was actually really exciting to me. But now the sister and the brother and the old man, quote unquote, who's presumably their father, they don't have anything left anymore because their whole farming settlement has been torched and more people are going to come when they know that an Inquisitor has been sent and the Inquisitor is not reporting back, so they have to get out of there and thank goodness Ahsoka wasn't able to get that communicator back to Bale because she's able to call Bale and get a rescue and he says like, oh yeah, you ready to get back in the fight? And she's like nodding quietly and that's how things end. But is that how things happened? So. Here's the bit about the continuity. There's a novel called Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston, and it takes place a year after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And the events as depicted in Ahsoka are different from the events as depicted in Resolve, if you presume that it's happening at the same time, which it may well be. So apparently Dave Filoni has done an interview about this. Dave Filoni wrote the Resolve episode, and he says, that it's essentially the outline that he had for the Ahsoka novel, which then went to E.K. Johnston to write the actual novel. So the idea that Ahsoka was hiding out in some sort of farming community and that an Inquisitor shows up and they fight and she defeats him with his own weapon and ultimately makes her new lightsabers out of that weapon. We don't see that part happen in Resolve, but that's generally the gist of what happens in the novel and it's what happens more or less in the episode of Tales of the Jedi too. The big difference has to be with Ahsoka's interactions with Bail Organa. We don't have any idea of Bail and Ahsoka seeing each other at Padme's funeral from the Ahsoka novel and that's perfectly fine, that's not an issue. The issue seems to stem from the fact that the depiction of the farming community and the stuff that happens there is different from what's depicted in the novel about said farming community and the people and characters around it and there's more imperial activity involved in the novel and then also just how Bale and Ahsoka get in contact with each other again and R2-D2 is actually a part of that storytelling in the Ahsoka novel as well. So what does one do with this? I mean, <laughs> do you go with the idea that Dave Filoni is behaving like George Lucas in the sense that, well, when I'm telling the story, then I'm going to tell it my way. And if the books tell it differently, then the books are either wrong or I don't necessarily have to mind what they are. And ultimately like creating multiple levels of canon to try to justify the differences in the storytelling. That, I suppose, is one option. Another option is to consider the possibility that both stories exist and 
we don't see Ahsoka make her lightsaber in this episode. So maybe it's possible that both stories exist and that the Ahsoka novel takes place after the events of Resolve. And there's yet another Inquisitor who tracks her down. This is certainly a possible explanation, but the last option, the one that I feel like I'm more inclined to believe is the idea that we're just hearing the same story told from two different perspectives and storytellers. And so there are going to be similarities in the way that the story is told. And the fundamental elements of the story are the same across them. That Ahsoka was hiding under the name Ashla, that she had gotten rid of her lightsabers, that she was in a farming community and there were issues with the farming community. And an Inquisitor eventually came to hunt her down and she defeated the Inquisitor and got off the planet and got away with Bail Organa specifically. Like there are elements that are linked across both of them. And so all these other details could simply be a matter of, well, it's one storyteller telling the story one way and another one embellishing it even further another way. And personally, that's the one that feels best to me right now, especially considering, and I know I mentioned this a couple of days ago when we were talking about the very first episode of the Ahsoka stories in Tales of the Jedi, but the idea that it might be a little bit more like a myth or a fable or a fairy tale along the lines of the George Mann or even uh, Ken Liu, who wrote... Um, uh, the Legends of Luke Skywalker, right, where there's some truth baked in to some of those stories, but, you know, they're not entirely true, quote-unquote. That's the thing that feels like the most honest answer to me and one that sits very well with me where I don't have an issue with there being conflicts between the two stories. But I'd love to know if you feel the same way about that. So please drop me a line and let me know whether it's via YouTube, if you're seeing the video version of this right in the comments section, or if you're catching an audio version, either at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com or on Twitter, hit me up there, SW7X7Podcast. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.